Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Anyone who, like yourself, has been to a Major League Baseball game can attest to the meticulous preparation the field crew puts into making the playing surface perfect for baseball. This story from Ridgefield, Connecticut, will demonstrate the other end of that scale, even though the high school in Ridgefield ranked 119th out of all high schools in America. The Ridgefield Tiger baseball team had a home date Saturday afternoon, but heavy rains earlier in the day put that first pitch time in jeopardy, as it had rained so hard, there was standing water on the infield dirt. Now, I know Weed knows there are many ways to dry that out, including rollers or a substance that comes in 50-pound bags that soaks up the water, brakes and whatnot. Someone, though, in charge of getting the field ready Saturday thought 24 gallons of gasoline would be faster. As it turns out, the large blaze that they set didn't dry the field quicker because the fire department responded to put it out. And now the field is closed until environmental officials can test the dirt for contaminants. <laughs> I've seen that done years ago, Cliff. <laughs> you have. Yes, I did. Wow. I don't know what goes into your head when you're thinking that. When I was a kid, I seen, yeah. oof, there she goes. <laughs> not that it's dangerous or anything. Oh, of course not. No. It's only burning gasoline. Yes. Yeah. On a liquid platform that <laughs> could go anywhere, but yeah. <laughs> well, Cliff, yeah. here we sit. Yes. October the 2nd, and mm-hmm. even though it's going to be in the 90s today. It's like 95 this afternoon. I can assure everyone listening yeah. that all your Christmas specials are thawing out right now as I speak, getting ready to come on your TV. <laughs> yeah. You know they are. Oh, absolutely. Including Michael Buble. They've taken him out of the freezer. All right. He's ready for the Christmas awesome. special coming up. Well, yesterday, Cliff, I went shopping, grocery shopping. Oh, you, you bought groceries? Yes, okay. and I'm... Walking into the store, and yeah. there's a man outside with the hood up on his vehicle, and, and that's oh, that's right, that's always the rot row. <laughs> yeah, whenever you see it, and as I walked by him, yeah, he had his head stuck in there pretty far. Yeah, and he was talking to his vehicle, basically <laughs> asking it to start for him. Oh, yes. okay. So he was getting up close to his engine. Asking it to start. <laughs> like whispering sweet nothings right. into his engine's ear. And I got to thinking, Cliff, as I was chuckling going inside, I yeah. wonder what my car would say if, if it could talk if back to me. If it could talk me. back. Yes. <laughs> and then when I got done shopping, yeah, I uh, got in my car and I started it up. And, yeah. And it started talking to me. Oh, it did? Yes. Huh? Your car spoke to you. Yes. It says, <laughs> I see that you're flat broke, so I'll just turn my check engine light back on. For a few minutes and see if you like that. <laughs> well, that wasn't very nice. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Probably, Cliff, karma yeah. for laughing at the gentleman on my way into the store. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's like a brotherhood of engines. We, we have spoken several times of the woes of the professional football team in South Florida. Even after one loss, people were calling the Miami Dolphins Tankapalooza. And now, in a month, they're 0-4. And apparently the Dolphins are 
bad on purpose, hoping for the best picks in the college draft over the next two years. Yes, the Dolphins are built to lose. The players know it, team management knows it, and the fans know it. And so to numb the pain of watching a team built to lose, you could actually accurately guess the fans in attendance are drinking a lot of beer. It could be a record season for the roving beer vendors who make a lot of money on tips selling brewskis to drunk guys in teal shirts, but that's a lot of work because while the volume of sales is high, that's a lot of carrying or stuff around those vendors have to do. And all that hard work has apparently left at least one of those vendors to cut a corner. As police say, a beer vendor named Nathaniel Collar selling beers during the Finns game against the Chargers, who decided that instead of using the credit card reader the stadium gave him to accept payment, he'd use his own. And so adding insult to the injury of watching an already bad team play, some fan paid $724 for two beers. <laughs> He's now been charged. Collier has been charged and the money refunded. You don't think the guy was drunk, do you, Cliff? <laughs> I mean, really, when they rack up yeah. 724? Yeah. That ought to, even at a football game. <laughs> Where beer is generally expensive it's, at a professional event. Yes, right. not generally. <laughs> Always? It's like a uh, commandment. <laughs> Might be the 11th commandment. I'm not sure of that. Pilates. Doesn't yeah. seem like it's that, you know, hard, strenuous. And yet a <laughs> this, woman... I say this coming from someone who's never done it. I'm just saying... <laughs> I've seen YouTubes of it. Okay. And I did get a little sweat worked up. Okay, just from watching the YouTube. Yes. But a woman wound up with a serious brain leak. Wow. From a Pilates injury where she was just getting into a certain position and yeah. something snapped. And she got a headache and they couldn't figure out what it was. And finally, they figured out her brain was leaking fluids oh. into her body. Oh, Yet another life-threatening condition that you don't get from cheeseburgers. <laughs> Is that true? I've never heard well, anyone no. say, I was chomping down on this double cheeseburger. <laughs> and fluid started leaking from my brain. Never. It's <laughs> never happened. Prove me wrong. I don't, I, I don't doubt it at all. I'm saying. <laughs> cheeseburgers, that's the way to go. Well, Cliff, as you well know, and our wonderful listeners well know, yeah. over the years I've announced mm. that uh, I'm not much of a traveler. You no. will travel at the drop of a hat. Yes. Me, not so much. Six hours is about my limit in a car, <laughs> and that's as far away as I <laughs> want to get. And you are never going to get on an airplane. I did a long time ago, and I don't and, enjoy it. And the, and, the, and the boat is a foreign object to you. That I will never get on. Right. An airplane, possibly. Because, you know, we did a little flying here this summer. You and I. Well, yeah, that's true, but it was, you know, just like a up and around and back down again. Yes. Well, I saw this story this morning Yeah. that Saudi Arabia, mm -hmm. which is a country I would not want to go to yeah. personally, Yeah. but they've announced they've opened up tourism for the first time, that you can go over and really? take a tour of Saudi Arabia. Huh. I'm not so sure about that, Cliff. I mean, <laughs> it seems a little risky. You know, there are... It, and hot. A, well, is there is the heat. There is heat. There, there are other countries in that region that I would consider to be more conducive to tourism, that kind of thing. I would think so too. The Saudi Arabia, no, not so much. They're a little strict over there. Too. <laughs> it's just a little strict. They got right. some strict rules right. and regulations. Yeah. And hey, you're in their home. 
You have to go right. by what they say. No, you're absolutely right. You know, you can't go, well, we don't do it like that here. <laughs> <laughs> you're not here. <laughs> you're thousands of miles away. Right. So I'm wondering, Cliff, can you go to like, I guess they still have travel agencies around, don't they? Yeah. They're not a thing of the past, are they? No. I wonder if you could go to a travel agency and get the uh, flogging and beheading package. <laughs> you know, I wanted to go over there and right. I could, you know, could stand to get in an arena and see a good flogging once or twice while I'm over there and come back. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Cliff, if you saw this in the news, but uh, people just uh, amaze me. The things they get mad about. Customers at an IHOP in North Carolina. Yeah assaulted the manager of the store after they found out that orange juice refills weren't free. <laughs> so, what was this? This was an IHOP? Yes. And they thought they were going to get their orange juice refilled for free. That's exactly right. And when the manager says that's not true, they beat the crap out of him. That's exactly, yes. <laughs> well, that's certainly not the uh, worst OJ attack I've okay, ever heard Okay, all right, about. yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. At least there were no knives involved. Well, you have a point there. No gloves that didn't fit. <laughs> no slow-speed Bronco chases. <laughs> you had to go down that well, path, didn't you? That's what it, it called to go that way. <laughs> I was going to set that up for yeah. people behaving when they're out in public, and you went to the stabber. <laughs> well, he technically was out in public like that when he killed two well, people. Well, okay. <laughs> We, the community of Georgetown, South Carolina, now demonstrates the difficulty our nation generally has moving forward with green energy. The city near the Atlantic coast has nearly perfect weather, lows that barely reach 40 in the winter, highs that hardly get to 90 in the summer, and lots of sunshine with about 65% of the daytime annually having some sort of sun. And that makes it the perfect place for people to put solar panels on their roofs. Residents there can generate their own electricity. If they use or if they generate too much, the power can feed back into the grid, effectively selling the power that the solar cells generate to the utility so their neighbors can use it. There is, as you might expect, just one problem. The electric utility is run by city government there, and officials have decided to charge all customers with solar power a monthly fee just for being hooked up because... The accounting software they use to print bills isn't equipped to account for energy flowing back into the grid, and those bills have to be calculated by hand. In other words, their computers can only add, and they cannot subtract. The $50 fee is called an accounting charge, or some would say, we're charging you because math is hard. <laughs> Something tells me that uh, yeah. none of that's true, Cliff. No, it's all true. No, I meant they could do it if they wanted to do it. Oh, okay. If you really wanted to do right. it. Right. If they really wanted you to have solar panels on your roof, they'd find some way to help you do that. And that's the trouble with everything. That if you're trying to conserve energy, yes. they're going to find a way to get money out of your pocket. That's right. Because they have they have historically, ever since the beginning of time, been in your pocket voluntarily. You allow them every month that's right. to pay, to take money, even if you don't use electricity. You know, the... Um, photo studio uptown is hooked to the gas because it's a gas furnace i pay 23 dollars a month even in the summertime when there's no gas running just for being hooked up yes so you're absolutely right that it it really makes much not much sense yeah. to try and conserve energy 
when you're paying the same anyway and you have the expense <laughs> of putting the solar panels no, you're, you're on. You're absolutely right. Yes. As we go to the phone lines for the phrase that pays. Hi, who's this? This is Carrie Wagner. Okay, Carrie, what phrase do you have for us today? Uh, just take her to Big Rock. Just take her to Big Rock. Yeah. People in Owensville will understand that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good one, Carrie Wagner. Well, we, we're okay. going to use that on Friday, Carrie. Thanks for calling in, okay? Yes, yes, sir. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Would you, uh, being from Owensville, know of the significance of Big Rock? Well, I know of it. <clears throat> yeah. I never got to take her there. Oh, so it's like a Lover's Lane thing. Shh. Oh, oh, oh. You've never been to Lover's Lane is what you're saying. I've visited by myself, and it's just not the same, <laughs> no. Cliff. It's just not the same. <laughs> you know, Cliff, I'm feeling some good vibes from our wonderful Facebook friends this morning. Well, you are, huh? In fact... Reading their responses this morning to our question yeah. makes me know for a fact that they are much better people than I am. You see, the question is, yeah. if you didn't have to work and you don't need the money... What would you do? That's right. It makes perfect sense. And boy, the uh, outpouring of people yeah. who want to help do something, <laughs> whether it's work in a daycare... Yeah whether it's helping veterans when they return from overseas yeah. or out of the service. Oh, here's someone who wants to work in a nursing home. Yes. We had one uh, respondent say they wanted to work at a ICU for infants and rock them back and forth. And oh, I'm thinking, okay, wow, yeah, all of this stuff, and here yeah. I'm sitting, mm -hmm. trying to come up with something. What would I would do? And I can't come up with anything, Cliff, but what yeah. I would want to do if money was no object and I could do anything I wanted. Nothing on this lines anyway. And so I'm thinking, since we have the zombie farm tickets, yeah. what better tie-in than that than going to the zombie well, farm this no, weekend? You're absolutely right. So we're going to give you a pair of these tickets if you call mm -hmm. us at 812-386-1250. And you answer the question for yourself. You've got to work, but you really don't need the money. What would you do? <laughs> I've got nothing, Cliff. I'm right, a blank right. here. And... Full-time alcoholic. It's not working, actually. No, it's you, not. you can't say that. No. Well, let's go to the phone okay. line. Let's see who we have here. Hi, who's this? Hi, who's this? Cassie. Right. Okay. So if you had to work, but you didn't need the money, what type of work would you do? Um, probably take care of people. Take care of people. In what way, Cassie? Like a home health aid or something, probably. Like a what? Like a home health Person. Oh, okay. Like a home health person. Oh, okay. That's that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, we've got the tickets, Cassie, with your name on them. You enjoy the zombie farm, okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank Cassie. Thank you. Bye-bye. I thought she said... <laughs> what did you think she said? And it was kind of hard to hear her. I don't know it what, was, what yeah, happened was, there. Maybe was, the phone connection wasn't well, very good. Considering it took two calls to get someone. Yes. Yeah. She so, said, now, what was it, Cliff? A ho like a home health aid. To go to people's house and help take care of them. I heard the first part where she said she wanted to help people. Yeah. And I swear, yeah. I thought she said a hotel maid. That's exactly I thought what she I, said that too, actually. That's what I and thought. And that's why I'm like, maybe I need to hear that again. And so I'm glad yeah. you did that because I was going down the maid path. It's 78 right now. <laughs> that's in a lot of work. <laughs> You're not kidding. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. You have to work, but you don't need the money. What would you do? If you answer for yourself, you're going to get tickets to the zombie farm in Newburgh. Ooh. 
if you want to answer what I would do or yeah. what you think would be a good job for me, yeah. then we're going to give you tickets to see Thomas Rhett October the 11th at the Yum Center. Now, it has to be good if you're shooting for Thomas Rhett. We're doing it next. <laughs> Hi, who's this? This is Tina. Tina, what's your last name? Baston. And where are you from? Otwell. Okay. Now, do you understand the rules of this game as presented? Tell me one more time. I think I do. All right. The question is, you've got to work, but you don't really need the money. If you Mm -hmm. want to answer this, Tina, on what you would do, you're going to win tickets to the zombie farm in Newburgh. If you want to answer the question, what you think I would do if I didn't have to work, we're going to give you tickets to Thomas Rhett. Now, Thomas Rhett, you have to come with something really good. <laughs> so if yeah. you can't come up with something good, that's, there's nothing wrong with going with what you would want to do. I'm going to go with what I think you want to do. What I would want to do. Okay, huh? what, do you, mm-hmm. what do you think Weed would want to do if he didn't have money as an object? I think he would want to work at a plant where they make Reese's Buttercups. <laughs> Reese's Peanut Buttercups? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tina. <laughs> what? I think I'm in love this morning. <laughs> I kind of like that answer myself. I never you, would have thought of that. You could not uh, have hit the nail on the head any harder. I know. I listen to you guys. Well, thank you for listening, Tina, and paying attention. If you would have said bacon-wrapped wow. Reese's Peanut Butter oh Cups, gosh. I'd have gave you four tickets. <laughs> but you've won. Yeah, you've won two to see Thomas Rhett. We've got your name on him. Thank you so much for participating. Awesome. All right, thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, my. That was totally out of left field. It was something I had not thought of. I had neither. But it was the perfect answer for you. It was perfect. Yeah. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Now, I may have misspoke a little bit earlier, Cliff. Uh-oh. When you, I said, s- you said we were going to let it all hang out. Yes. I, uh, I used the present or the future tense of the word hang. Yeah. I should have possibly used the past tense of hung. Yes, the uh, past tense in some sentences, depending upon the subject, the past tense of the word hang is hung. And in today's Take It to the Bank, yes, we're talking about a specific hung. Who would that be? William Hung. William Hung. Yes. Okay. Perhaps you remember him from years past on American Idol. Oh, 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 he was, the, uh, oh, the, um, he sang the song... In front of the judges about shebang. Yes. And then it was so bad. Yeah. It became a national phenomenon. And everyone was making fun of him on American Idol. Yes. Yes, they were. Especially when he said, you know, I'm not a trained singer. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. Yeah. You know, everyone. Yeah. I know what they, I know what they said. Yes. In some sense, it became sad. It was sad. Yeah. But here's the uh, happy part, Cliff. Oh, really? His uh, debut album, Inspiration, and everybody made fun of him, all the judges. Yeah. That album sold more copies than the debut albums of five of the 15 winners on the original (laughs) American Idol. Over 200,000 copies he sold of his very first album. Really? Yes. So, she bang. Yes. <laughs> Plus other songs he put on yeah, there. Then he went out with but, a holiday tune. And it didn't go very so, good. So he sold more records than did the winners, by and large. Yes. 
five like a, of the like first a third, 15? like a third of the of the winners. That's right. Which is kind of indicative on the, uh, you know, what people really think of that program. Now I know Carrie Underwood came from that, and there have been a couple of others, mm-hmm. but by and large, the people who win are forgotten. The people who stand out are the ones who are remembered. Like William Hogue. I wonder, I wonder, whatever happened to him? Well, Cliff. Yes? He works for the police department in L.A. County. Retired from the music really? business in 2011. <laughs> and all of that okay. you can take to the bank yeah. as we went down the hung road this morning. <laughs> the hung road. On the morning road well, show. I'm certainly glad we're there. Cliff, mm-hmm. anything said today? Phrases of a day, start with number three. I already work at a daycare here. <laughs> and number two. An indecent play on words. <laughs> the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. I was chomping down on a cheeseburger and fluid started leaking from my brain. No, that's never happened. No, it never has happened. It's a good thing, too. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.